Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today we are going to be reading chapter 11. On Saturday morning, I woke up with butterflies in my stomach. I felt just like I do on the morning of a dance recital. Nervous, nervous, nervous. What on earth would happen at the special meeting that afternoon? I lay in bed and wor- lay in bed and worry. It was funny. I'd only been living in Stony Brook, Connecticut, for a few months, but the Babysitters Club had become extremely important to me. Maybe that was because because it was the first place here, besides Mallory's house, where I felt completely accepted, where I felt truly it didn't matter that I'm black. That truly it didn't matter that I'm black. It. If the club were to break up, if the girls were to get so mad at each other that they were to get so mad at each other that they decided not to continue it, what would happen? I knew I'd still have Mallory, and I knew I'd still be friendly with the other girls, but it wouldn't be the same, not to mention that I love babysitting, and I'd miss all the jobs I get through the club. I heaved a deep sigh, trying to make the butterflies in my stomach calm down. I rolled over at last. I sat up. Maybe I thought if I stay in bed, I could make time stop, and four o'clock will never arrive. Unfortunately, I'm too old to believe in things like that anymore. I got Can you wait till it's done? No. I'm downstairs, but when I didn't get to the kitchen for breakfast, instead I checked my watch. Decided it wasn't too early for a phone call. I di- I dialed Mallory's number. I sprawled on the couch in the den. Hello, said a small voice on the other end of the phone. Hi, Claire? The voice sounded like Mallory's five-year-old sister. Yeah, is this Jessie? Yep, yeah, how how are you? Fine, I lost a tooth. Guess what? After I lost it, the tooth fairy lost it. She did? How do you know? Because I found some Monday under my pillow, and I found the tooth on the floor. The tooth fairy must have dropped it after she left the mic. I managed not to laugh. Really? I guess Get even out. the tooth fairy makes mistakes. Give that back! Clarissa! Shut it! Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. So, got confused over the last couple episodes, and now I'm ready to record chapter 11. So, let's get started. Chapter 11. On Saturday morning, I woke up with the butterflies in my stomach. I felt just like I do on the morning of a dance for Saturday. Nervous, 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 and nervous. What on earth would happen and at the special meeting that afternoon? I lay in bed, worried. worried. It was funny. I had only been living in Stony Brook, Connecticut for a few months. But the babysitter's club had become extremely important to me. Maybe that was because... Maybe that was because it was the first place here besides Mallory's house that I'd felt I true that I'd felt completely accepted. Where I'd felt truly it didn't matter that I'm black. If the club were to break up, if the girls were to get so mad at each other that they were to get so mad at each other that they decided not to continue it, what would happen? I knew I'd still have Mallory. And I knew I'd still be friendly with the other girls, but it wouldn't be the same. Not to mention that I love babysitting and I miss all the jobs I get through the club. Through the club, I I heaved a deep sigh, trying to make the butterflies in my stomach calm down. I rolled over. At last, I sat up. Maybe I thought, if I if I stay in bed, I can make time stop. 
four o'clock will never arrive. Unfortunately, I'm too old to believe in things like that anymore. I went down. I put. I got out of bed, put some clothes on, and went downstairs. But I didn't go to the into the kitchen for breakfast. Then I checked my watch, dialed. And instead, I checked my watch and decided it wasn't too early for a phone call. And I dialed Mallory's number. I sprawled onto the couch in the den. Hello, said a small voice on the other end of the phone. Hi, Claire. The voice sounded like Mallory's five-year-old sister. Yes, yeah, is this Jessie? Yep, how are you? Fine, I lost the tooth, and guess what? After I lost it, the tooth fairy lost it. She did? How'd you know? Because I found some money under my pillow, and I found the tooth on the floor. And she must have dropped it after she left the money. I managed not to laugh. Yes, even the tooth fairy makes mistakes, I said to Claire. Listen, can I talk to Mallory, please? Sure, answer Claire. Mallory, Mallory, silly Billy Goo Goo, phone's for you. A few moments later, I heard Mallory's voice. Hello, hi, it's me. Hi, Jesse. How long did you have to talk to Claire? For a few minutes? That's good. She's she's in one of her silly moods. In case you couldn't tell, I laughed. Then, so I said, are you ready for this afternoon? Hope so. I hope so. What do you think is going to happen? You know, I really don't have any idea. Did you know who you're going to vote for? I asked. I've been trying not to think about it, Mallory said to me. And I tried to, so hard that that I and I just tried so hard that I hadn't thought about it and I don't know who to vote for. Oh, I just don't know who to vote for. Period. Mallory sighed. I sighed. Well, I said, I better get going. I have a lot to do before the meeting. The Mancusis come home tomorrow, so today I want to make sure everything's perfect at the house. I got to walk the dogs and feed the animals and as usual, but I also want to clean out some of the cages, change the litter and the cat box, that sort of thing. Okay, will you come over by for me again this afternoon? I'd be happy. It'd be nice to walk to the meeting together, said Mallory. Sure, I replied. I'll see you around quarter to four. A quarter to four. We said goodbye and hung up, and then I want wandered into the kitchen where I found my mother and Squirt. Morning, I said. Morning, honey. Where are Dad and Daddy and Becca? Your father went to the office for the morning, and Becca's gone over to Charlotte's house. I nodded. I sat down in front of Squirt's high chair and made faces at him. Mama, I said after a while. My mother looked up from the recipe. Yes, honey. Aren't you going up from the recipe she was card she was reading? Yes, honey. Aren't you? Yes, honey. Aren't you going to eat breakfast this morning? Everyone else has eaten already. I'll eat, I replied, but I have to ask you about something first. Mama could tell it was important. She da- sat down next to me. What is it, honey? As best I could, I explained to her what was going on. What was going on in the babysitter's club. I told her everything and how Christy and how Christy can be bossy sometimes and the, all the other girls are upset and and everything and how I wanted to clean some cages, change the litter on the cap. Oh, sorry. Started on the wrong page. Here we go. But Christy can be bossy sometimes and the other girls are upset and what might happen after the elections that afternoon. Gobbler? Gobbler? Said Squirt from his high chair. He was playing with a set of plastic keys and two red rings. Jesse said Mama. 
I think you want me to tell you how to vote, don't you? Well, yes, I guess. I answered. I mean, just a hint or something. When I can't give you answers, you have to make up your mind, your own mind. I'll give you one piece of advice, though. Okay. Vote for the person you honestly think is best suited for your job. Don't worry about anything else. All right. Thanks, Mama. I ate my breakfast feeling somewhat let down. My mother always has answers for why couldn't she tell me how to vote, who to vote for. But I knew there was no point in asking again. I would just have to figure things out for myself. And I would have plenty of time to think while I worked at them in Cassie's. The first thing I did was walk Hubert, Cheryl, and Jeff was. It was late, it was late morning, and the dogs were frantic to get outside. I snapped the leashes out of and led them to the front door. As soon as it opened a crack, Pooh Bear pushed her way through. The dogs tried to bound across the front lawn while I was trying to hold them in Cassie's door. Hold on, I yelled. I locked the door and the dogs pulled me to the street. We took a wild walk, racing past people, bicycles, and mailboxes. At last, the dogs slowed down and I relaxed a little. I decided to think about the elections. I would consider one office, one at a time. I would consider one office at a time, starting with treasure. Dawn, I thought, made a good treasure. She always collected our dues. She always remembered to play Charlie. And she always let us know when the tr- treasure was getting low. But if she didn't like the job, then, well, Claudia certainly couldn't. Certainly could not beat the treasurer. She's terrible at math. Marianne's okay at it, but she's so good as secretary. They left Christy. That left Christy. Somehow I couldn't see her as a tre- as treasurer of the babysitters club. This isn't going anywhere. I thought as I walked the dogs back to the main Cassie's. I decided. I decided. Did you try a different office? Vice President Claudia was the perfect vice president. What was with her own what with her own phone and her own num phone number? But okay, she was tired of that job. So let's see, Christy could be our answer all our Carls. That common nomin meeting times. The common at non meeting times. She couldn't not unless we move club headquarters to her house. Maybe she could ask her mother and stepfather for her own phone. That sounded like an awful lot of trouble to go to. That sounded like an awful lot of trouble to go to. Sounded like an awful lot of trouble to go to. Just to switch offices just for the club. I thought just to switch offices for the in the club, I thought I couldn't solve that problem, so I put the election dilemma aside. Aside, while I tended to the animals, I let the dogs back in the house and fed them quickly as I changed the water. They ate quickly and un and messily and ran off. I cleaned up the area of the kitchen, then moved on to the cat. Then moved on to the cats. I cleaned up their area and then moved on to the cats. Um, 
Since they were in the living room sleeping, I cleaned up their dishes and placemats first. I set their food out. I cleaned their litter box, found them in Cassie's dustbuster, and I vacuumed up the stray kitty litter that was strewn across the floor. I, it, I worked very hard. I took care of the the bird ca- girls in the bird cage, the birds in the bird cage, the rabbits in their hutch, and the fish in the aquarium. Time for the hatches. I leaned over, peered into their cage. The fat one in the corner suddenly woke up and looked back at me with bright eyes. Why are you all alone? I asked him. I stuck my finger on the cage, tending and stroke the hamster, but he lunged for me. I pulled my hand back in time. Whoa, what's wrong with you? I exclaimed. I paused and realized I what I just said. What's wrong with you? A cold feeling washed over me. Something was wrong with the hamster. Maybe he had broken a bone. Maybe that's why he didn't want to be with the others. And why he was bad tempered. And why he was bad tempered. Whatever was wrong, I had been wrong. All week. I had been it had been wrong the man Kissy's since the man Cassie's left. Maybe even before that. The Mancassis hadn't noticed for some reason, but I had. I noticed it right away. Why hadn't, I, why hadn't I done anything about it? What would the Mancassis think if they came back and I pointed at the hamster, saying he'd be sick or hurt all week, and then, and then admitted that I hadn't done anything that for him? They certainly, that certainly wasn't very responsible. If I were babysitting, and one of the kids got sick with broken bone, I, I'd call his sister here parents or his doctor or an ambulance. Well, I certainly wasn't going to call the man Cassie's long distance about the um, maybe sick hamster, but I could take it to the hamster to the vet. I grabbed the phone and, d- and dialed my m- number. My mother answered, Mama, I cried. One of the hamsters is very slick. Sick. He like sleeps in the corner by himself and he's getting fatter and fatter and just now he almost bit me. I think he might have a broken bone. Anyway, I noticed something was wrong last weekend, and I didn't know why I didn't do anything, but I didn't. And Jesse, honey, slow down, Mama broke in. What do you want to do? Take the hamsters to the vet? Take the hamster to the vet. Can you drive me? Of course. Bring the address of the vet with you and give me a few minutes to get squirt ready. Your father's still at work. Oh, and please be careful with the hamster, especially... Especially since he's biting. Okay, I replied, calming down a little. Thanks, Mama. You know. You know which house is the Mancassis, don't you? Mama said she did, so we got off the phone. I was just about to figure out how we were going to take the hamster to the vet. Then something occurred to me. I looked at my watch. 2.30, the special meeting of the baby Sears club was supposed to happen in an hour and a half. I'd never. I would never make it okay guys that's the end of chapter 11 i um and that's the end of chapter 11 so um make sure that you you know how to make sure you can send messages in if you want to hear your voice in the podcast